If you enjoy these podcasts, check out Enrico Signoretti's reports and blogs on gigaohm.com. They're about data storage and cloud computing, addressing all the topics covered in Voices in Data Storage. Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of Gigaon's Voices in Data Storage. I'm Eric Cusinretti, your host, and today with me I have Phil Gilbert, Product Management Lead for uh, HP Primera. That's right. Okay. Uh, Phil, uh, we are here uh, at the HP Discover, and uh, this is the last day of the event, so we went through uh, everything about HP Primera. Also, um, we had the chance to, to see all the uh, announcements we had this week. So before going uh, into the HP Primera, it's uh, quite interesting for me looking at HP and the evolution that it is having, especially on the storage side. Uh, so it's very, very exciting. I mean, all the, almost all the product lineups were upgraded, and we see a lot of news coming out. So the, the company is pretty active on, on this side, right? Yeah, there's a, there's a big focus on innovation at the moment and actually building not just new things, but completely different new things. A, a big focus on, I, I find I, the, the phrase that's often used is think unconstrained. You know, if you had a blank sheet, what could you do? And then work out how to get there. And, and I think, you know, this week is demonstrating a lot of that. Yes, also, what, uh, uh, what I notice, especially here in the show floor, oh, and excuse us for the noise in the background. I didn't tell it at the beginning, but we are actually in the show floor, so this is why you probably are hearing also a little bit of noise. But uh, what I saw here in the show floor is uh, is a lot of integration between uh, on-premises storage and the cloud. Yes. So this hybrid thing that is going on with a lot of uh, product like uh, HP the cloud volumes, for mm -hmm. example, yep. and uh, so it's particularly interesting, and also Antos integration. Yes. So you're doing a lot of things to, to make your customers more hybrid. Absolutely. I mean, in reality, our customers reach out to us and tell us these are the things that you need to be able to achieve. And um, one of the big things that we have to do is make sure we listen to our customers because they're the ones who know what it is that they need. So if they reach out and say, you know, we need to be able to do cloud volumes, we need to be able to integrate those kind of things, we can actually build solutions that really meet what it is that they need to do on a day-to-day -day basis. So let's let's start talking about uh, HP Premiere, so sure. your, your child somehow. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, so that was the most important announcement of the week. I mean, it's a new storage system, yep. okay, uh, positioned very high That's right. okay, for primary workloads. And uh, so, tell us a little bit about it. Sure. So um, it is. So essentially, what we've done is we we, as I said, are like this kind of blank sheet of paper. And what we did was say, if you could build anything, where where would you start? And we looked across the the platforms that we already have and see, you know, how can we take the best of each of those and put that into a single platform? So if we, if you want to move into, um, if you want to build a platform for for tier zero for mission critical applications. That there's a platform, you know, that, that market already exists. So you've got to offer something different. You've got to be something unique in some way. So for us, we can take everything that we know about, for example, the, um, the management experience, the simplicity of, of the Nimble platform. The, and by that, I mean the experience that you get when you interact with it. 
take the intelligence that we built from, from InfoSight, um, that kind of modeling the ability to predict, the ability to adapt in real time, and take the, um, the underlying architecture from you know, one of our most successful um, mission critical platforms that we already have, like, you know, like, like 3PAR, which delivers that, that availability. Now, if you can take the concepts of all three of those and wrap them to a single platform, if you can create something that, is, that sits in the tier zero space and offers the, the, the availability and performance that's expected there, if you can take the simplicity of, um, of, of, of Nimble and bring that into that space and then take the intelligence that runs an InfoSight and say, we're going to deploy that on the array itself and make the array more, more intelligent, more capable, then you're building something truly unique. But there are... A lot of things that you said, and yes. you know, the, the, um, I want to start from uh, from something that I uh, think particularly important. So, uh, in the last few years, HP acquired Nimble and Tripper, yep. okay, and other companies. This time, you decided to design everything in apps. I That's mean, right. it's an evolution somehow, but also a revolution for yes. this platform. And uh, instead of buying something on the market, you decided to, you know, to go to the design to table. To build something instead. Yeah, and so it's also rewarding for the, your, you know, engineering teams. Maybe. Absolutely. And I think um, acquisitions are something that quite often happen when you have a, a hole in your portfolio that you, you need to fill. You know, that's, that's kind of, actually, I'm going to start that way again. Um, when we acquire products, usually that's because we either, no, see, that's not even the phrase I'm going to use. Oh, you want to, it's yeah. quickly, close quickly a gap. Yeah, exactly. So, obviously, with an acquisition, it's all about speed. It's about plugging a gap quickly. Um, in our portfolio, that's not a, not a big yawning gap that we have at the moment. And we wanted to do something genuinely different. But also, the acquisitions we've made, you know, if we go back over the last... What, nine years, and we have three probably we have Nimble, Nimble brings InfoSight, and then we have other acquisitions we've made along the way in terms of storage, and if you can learn everything that you've got from those acquisitions, then you're making the most of what you've done. And we already have happy customers in every single one of those, and if we can make them even happier with a brand new platform, that's all, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the goal. Right, and, and the other thing is tier zero. Mm. What do you mean for tier zero? Because sometimes... Yes. Tier zero is all about performance, but in this case, there is much more Correct. on HP Primera than, than just performance. But yeah, and that's why we've kind of married it with this tier zero and mission critical, those two things together. And it's, it's difficult in a world where, of, of defining storage because it means so many different things to so many different people. Um, our, what we're getting at with the, the tier zero is we're talking about your most business critical applications, those things that cannot tolerate downtime, that need not just high performance, but they need predictable high performance. You need to be able to guarantee the performance, and I don't just mean IOPS and bandwidth and latency, I mean the whole package it has to be predictable. So if you can offer the availability, the predictability, and then provide that intelligence that just makes everything of that better, then that's, that's what it's about. And in fact, you provide also a 100% availability uh, guarantee, absolutely. which, you know, sometimes you think about a marketing thing, but actually there is something behind it. Yeah, right? quite often these guarantees, when you read the terms and conditions, you find out that what you're getting, if, um, if for whatever reason you, you're claiming on the guarantee, then what you get is like a, a month or three months or, you know, something of like elevated support, for example. That's quite unsatisfying if you, for example, already bought the best level of support because there's nowhere to go from that. What we wanted to do was, um, and the other thing to mention is they quite often have quite complicated terms and conditions. What we wanted to do was give something that came to everybody. If you buy this, you will get this. 
And we wanted to show how confident we are about delivering this by saying, not, we're not going to give you support credits or something like this, but we're going to give you essentially cash back. We're, we're genuinely putting our money where our mouth is and saying, if for whatever reason you do experience an outage, you know, we'll, we'll give you something meaningful back in response. So, we're talking about a new platform that uh, borrows a lot from Tripa. But if I am a Tripa customer, mm -hmm. what is the best way to approach this new platform? And with this, I mean, what is the best way to integrate uh, uh, Primera with my existing, existing uh, yeah. Tripar uh, environment? So, and that's interesting because, as you can imagine, we spent a lot of time talking to a lot of our customers about what it is they wanted. And initially, um, we were talking about having um, a management platform that was unique to Primera. But a lot of our customers said, well, we spent a lot of time and money investing in like SSMC, for example, from a management perspective, and we don't really need a product with a steep learning curve. So then we went back and said, well, actually, if we can make it work inside SSMC, so you can have your existing platforms and then buy something new, but manage it in the same experience, that really breaks down the barriers for adoption and makes it much easier for those customers to, to, to integrate into their environments. So we did a lot of work to make sure that that was going to be possible. Okay, so is there a, a migration path from Tripa to HP Primera? Do you expect customer moving from to, this uh, platform to the other. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, the, the idea with, with Primera is to, is to target, um, obviously, new customers. We want new people to come and have a look at it and see them wonderful. But obviously, we have an existing uh, set of customers who are going to look at this and say, that's the thing that I need. So we needed to make sure that there was an easy and reliable way for them to, to migrate to this platform. So um, initially, we have a set of tools that you can um, uh, run and they will look at your existing three-part system, they'll look at your Primera system, and they will orchestrate the migration of your data into Primera. And uh, another thing is uh, about this tier zero is performance. Mm. Okay. Yes. How do you compare you know, the existing three-part with the new Primera, for example? So uh, what, what pr uh, Primera is bringing to the table? Yeah, so that's an interesting point. And, when you look at the Primera system, it's, I mean, it's for you in height. It's, it's tiny, really. Um, if, you, if you were trying to compare it with one of the three-part platforms from an all-out performance perspective and looking at nothing else, your closest approximation, assuming you want to do maximum form to that kind of stuff, would be somewhere around like a, a 2850, the biggest platform we have at the moment. Um, in terms of footprint, that is probably around... To, to get that thing the maximum performance, you're probably looking at the best part of something between 20 and 40 U, I would imagine, and the 20K. And we're now doing that in 4U in primary. So that gives you an idea of the difference. Okay. But you didn't talk about anything. Uh, you, sorry. But you didn't mention performance. You, you mentioned... Uh, oh, that. no. So I'm saying the same performance ah, as, ah, a, okay. as a 2850 in ah, the okay, same okay, footprint. Okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so I'm giving we, you a comparison between the two. And uh, what about scalability? Because, yeah, tiny form factor, but actually looking at the slides, you have plenty of options for the oh, systems. Oh, yeah. yeah. So in, in terms of connectivity, um, each controller can support up to three, four port adapters. So that's 48 ports of host connectivity in 4U, so that's pretty dense. In terms of scale, in terms of capacity, um, it supports up to four petabytes of uh, effective capacity um, or flash. Um, and obviously, from an enterprise scale perspective, in terms of volumes, it's everything you would expect. It's, it's, it's depending on the model, tens or hundreds of thousands of objects. Can we expect in the future that there will be tools to 
make Primera compatible with Nimble. I mean, Nimble maybe in the remote offices in a small installation that can replicate data to the Primera. Yeah, Does this make sense? Absolutely. We've got, we have a technology called uh, Peer Copy. It's enabled by RMC, and that allows you to replicate between uh, a Nimble system and a Primera system. So you can do um, snapshot-based application consistent or crash consistent if you want replication between those two different platforms. So that absolutely is a big goal. And as you said, a big use case for that is remote offices with nimble platforms in them and a big center of aid base with your Primera. This is pretty cool, actually. And uh, so when will this system will be available? Yeah, of course. So it was available for order in the uh, beginning of July, and it will start shipping in August. Okay, so very soon. Yes. And what can we expect then for the uh, future of the product lineup? I mean, uh, so Primera is very high-end, but start is also very small. Mm -hmm. I mean, for units, uh, small controllers also looking at uh, the various models that you will, yep. uh, you will propose. And so what can we expect from now on uh, on the product lineup. I mean, I'm sure that uh, Nimble, that is also very successful, will stay forever. Yep. Uh, what about Tripa? Yeah, so the three-part platform is, is, a, is an interesting one because it's been very successful for us. We have a lot of systems out there and a lot of extremely happy customers. There are no intentions at the moment to, to kind of end of life that platform. It's still got a lot of life left in it. Um, we still have a healthy roadmap for new software features for that platform, and you're going to see those coming out over the next sort of six to nine months. Ah, oh, very good. So, and um, what about the platforms that you will support on top of Primera? I mean, VMware for sure, okay, with all the components like VVOLTS yep. and, uh, and stuff, but uh, what else uh, for the other environments? Yeah, so, I mean, in terms of um, host support, we support all the bigger operating systems that you would imagine out there, um, including, uh, you know, with um, things we have support for um, Oracle Linux and AIX. So, if you know, from real mission critical platforms, this is the kind of, 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 of hardware that they've got out there. Um, in terms of applications, we support everything you would imagine. And also, we, of course, we have um, support with RMC for data protection to provide application based um, support uh, and protection for things like uh, SAP HANA and Oracle and those kind of things. So, we've got integration into all of those platforms as well. Okay, back, back a little bit to mm. the hardware, but also because, you know, performance today means NVMe in most of the cases. Yes. Okay, so I suppose uh, internally we have a lot of NVMe in the system. Yep. Are you going to expose also NVMe on the front end? Yeah, absolutely. So we know that um, it's, it's an interesting one because we know that NVMe over fabric is coming. It's, it's, it's unstoppable. It's, it's, it's coming. But our customers have um, very much been on the side that what they really want right now is fiber channel connectivity as, the, as their main option. Um, some of our customers have said they need iSCSI connectivity as well, and the, the area of focus needs to be on those two first. Um, most of our customers have said they are looking at NVMe over Fabric, but they have no immediate intention to deploy it. And what they want to make sure is that we do have the ability to, to put it on the platform. So one of the tricks that we actually have up our sleeve with this platform is that while we're not exposing it, the hardware and software are actually built for and can support NVMe over Fabric. All the components are in the operating system already, and the hardware supports it. Okay, so the system is ready. It's just a matter of time to get it uh, in the field. Yeah, absolutely. And Tripa now has also Tiri. You know, it's a hybrid system. You can support yeah. 
uh, hard drives as well as uh, flash. Uh, what will happen with the Primera? Yeah, so Primera is designed differently. It has a different architecture and it has a different design goal. Um, so it's not a hybrid platform. It, what it is is an all-flash platform. Um, when we were, you know, I was saying about this kind of blank sheet of paper, and initially we said, well, well let's just build an all-flash platform because that's what, that's what we want. And we went around and spoke to some customers and they said, yeah, we need an all-flash platform and that's where all of our most important data is going to go. But we do also have some other data that doesn't have high performance requirements but does have high availability requirements. And we need somewhere for that data to live. It's, it's somewhere between production data and archive data. So it's not super cold, but it kind of lives in the middle. Availability, and, but not health. Exactly. So the, 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 nobody wants to be back in the world of, of, of subvolunteering. All of our customers have said to us very clearly, <laughs> we don't want that back again. Um, so we build a platform that is an all-fast platform that offers a tier of, um, of spinning media for largely archive, of, um, archive storage, but it offers a consolidation into a single physical platform. I see, I see. And uh, is the platform ready to support new technologies like Optane, for example? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so um, with the, not only is it built to be able to support those technologies, um, they are almost an integral part. The, you, you mentioned about the architecture and having NVMe inside. The architecture itself has been built with, not just with NVMe in mind, it's built, being built for NVMe. So a whole... Um, Internal architecture from a hardware and software perspective is built for massive parallelization. That means that is internally a completely non-blocking architecture. Any, any I.O. can go anywhere at any point and it never has contention. That's really important when you're talking about technologies like, uh, like storage class memory because they offer huge parallelization. And if you want to leverage that, you've got to have the right architecture. And that leads me to, to another question uh, that is also related to performance. One of the major um, features of uh, Tripper was the ASIC. I mean, mm. the ASIC was uploading a lot of uh, a lot of storage operations. That's right. And uh, what is going to happen with uh, with Primera? So Primera still um, no, sorry, I'll say that differently. Primera has inherited the fundamental ideas and concepts from Tripper. And along with that comes an ASIC. The ASIC is a totally different architecture. It's nothing like the three-bar architecture. Um, however, the ASICs do still have offload engines. Now, the main use of the ASICs is actually to form the cluster. So that's how we're able to do this massive parallelization. But they do have offload engines for things like RAID um, and for deduplication. Now, in addition to the ASICs, the um, Primera platform also has Intel's Quick Assist technology, QAT. And there is a QAT, um, kind of like a, an offload engine, a coprocessor, if you like. And it sits in every node as well. That can do additional tasks. So that can handle things like compression, encryption, those kind of things. And it can do those at a very, very high speed. So not only do we have the ASICs to handle all the kind of really low-level functions we've had, but now we've got the ability to offload and accelerate additional technologies as well. Very good. We covered almost everything. I think uh, uh, the new product, the, what uh, it gets from Tripper, but there is a very, very important thing that it gets from Nimble, which is InfoSight. Okay. So the, the, um, the product is new, uh, but uh, you are the leader, I think, in the storage world with InfoSight. Okay. It's a very successful analytics platform. Yeah. Okay. How does InfoSight changes to reflect uh, 
what uh, what uh, HP Primera brings to, to the customers? Yeah, so um, that's a really great question because one of the things we're aware of is we've done, so in InfoSight, we have an amazing analytics engine and we have a lot of information around performance and how performance works and how it's handled and being able to predict things. That is one of the main reasons we're able to offer like the 100% of availability guarantee. But the performance aspects are fascinating. We took a similar concept and put that for the existing three-part platforms, we put that inside SSMC. That's what we call performance um, analytics and um, workload analytics. Uh, and those two platforms allow you, us to report to the storage administrator what the saturation level is the array is. So you can now see how busy your array is. And it gives you actionable insights in terms of if you change this, it will get faster. Or if there's a bottleneck, this is what it is. And those are absolutely critical things to, to troubleshoot performance. But what we looked at and it said, well, wouldn't it be great if we could actually use that analytic data? Wouldn't it be awesome if the array could actually understand how busy it is? Because that opens some new doors that you can't do any other way. So we've taken the engine that runs behind that, the model that we've learned in the cloud, and we've, we're deploying that on the array itself. And that means the array is now aware of itself. It now knows how busy it is. It can understand the workloads that are running on the array. There's, we're just beginning to kind of open the door into a whole new world of possibilities and um, things that the array can now do for our customers that at the scale they now live at, it's unrealistic for anybody to be able to do. Okay, so one of the, the things that we have to check out when we look at the HP Primera is the InfoSight there. Absolutely. The, the, the intelligence aspect of this cannot be underrated. It is quite staggering what, what we have initially and what we're going to have later. It's going to be phenomenal. But what happens from the end user point of view? Are they two different InfoSights or they are integrated in a single portal? I mean, if, if I, my, my infrastructure has Tripler, uh, as well as Nimble, and then I add uh, HP Primera. What yeah. happens? So essentially, um, from an InfoSight perspective, so InfoSight is our software as a service portal, so you can log on to InfoSight. In there, you can see your entire portfolio. So you can see your Nimble platforms, your three-part platforms, and your Primaris platforms in a single place. And that's very powerful because that gives you a global view of your entire storage infrastructure. Of course, we've added Alliant into the mix. We have um, other platforms coming in there as well. Um, we have, with this running on the node itself, this means that we can start um, offering that level of detail in real time on the actual array itself. So the array, the, the primary platform now has its own management console, and we can expose that data inside its own native management console, inside SSMC, inside InfoSight, so we now have that across the board. So it doesn't matter which management point or analytical point you use, you've got access to a huge new wealth of data, and we're gonna use that to make your life better. That's great. I think uh, we can wrap up now because, you know, I think we've got a lot of information about HP Primera, and uh, I'm very curious to know more, maybe also our listeners, so where we can find more information on the web about uh, this new product. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the easiest way to do it is go to your favorite search engine and just look for HP Primera. There is, there's already quite a lot of information out there, and over the following um, weeks, we're gonna be uploading more information, things like tech specs, those kind of things, so you're gonna get access to a lot more information. So keep checking, there'll be more stuff coming soon. And do you have a Twitter handle in case somebody wants to know more directly? From yeah, you? absolutely. So mine is a bit weird, it's my name backwards. Um, so it's uh, Gil Philbert, G-I-L-P-H-I-L-B-E-R-T. Okay. Phil, thank you again for uh, taking the time to talk about HP Premiere with me. 
And My pleasure. Bye bye. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode of Voices in Data Storage, please check out the other ones. Unstructured data management is the focus of a report Enrica wrote for GigaOM Research. To find out more about how data storage is evolving in the cloud era, download the single report or subscribe to GigaOM Research for future forward advice on data-driven technologies, operations, and business strategies.